Time to go back in the time machine and go all the way back to my time in the Marine Corps. There was a moment in the Marine Corps where I just felt really angry. Now, not really having the depth and even a little bit of depth that I have now, and looking back, I didn't really understand what that anger was. All I knew was there were particular Marines that didn't listen, and it really made me angry on the inside. And I just was like, this, there's just got to be a better way because I was screaming my way through. And, and you know, if you're in leadership, screaming doesn't get you really that far. And that was kind of the hard lesson that I was learning. Now, the community, Marine Corps Community Services, had some anger management classes. I don't remember exactly how I found them because no one really pointed it to me. I was kind of figured it out on my own. I said, hey, can I go to these anger management course that it's a one-day course that Marine Corps puts on? And it was down on Camp Foster for anybody that's been to Okinawa. That's a central kind of like hub for the Marine Corps on that island. And they were like, yes, you can go. So I went. Now, what did this anger management class teach me? Taught me a couple different things. My anger was not real anger because there was one particular Marine, I'll remember this story forever, that he was essentially assigned to go to this anger management course by his command because he had thrown not just one, not just two, but three boom boxes out his third story barracks window. And now you'd be thinking like, why would someone throw three boom boxes out the window? And the reason is almost unbelievable. It wouldn't play his disc. So back in the day, we had CDs and those CDs wouldn't play in his device. And so he would get so angry, he would open the window and throw it out. Now, here is the ironic part. Each one of these boomboxes was the same model and brand that he bought from the PX. So PX is kind of like the exchange or kind of like the target for on bases for any non-military folk. And he just was angry enough that he would just throw it out. Now, I remember hearing that story and thinking like, wow, my anger is nothing like that because I... One, didn't get to this point where I was irrational. I just had these flood of emotions. And I remember getting my anger management certificate, and I probably have it somewhere down in my collection of Marine Corps stuff because I didn't really throw out a lot of that stuff. And my kids can find it later on when they go through all my stuff. And this class really just taught me that there is a depth to anger that I didn't yet understand. But then also, it helped me understand the anger that I felt inside and how to articulate it, but really walk through it. And what I also learned is when you just connect with other people that have anger, you learn you're not alone, and you kind of just kind of get a little bit of connection just from that one little feeling all by itself. Now, if we look at this on its blank surface, there really isn't a lot of juice there, because honestly, I didn't learn any long-term lesson from anger management until you become a father. Because once you become a father, and it's not even right away, maybe a little bit when your kid, your baby is screaming and you can't get them to stop and you just want them to stop. You just want them to go to bed. You feel like you're yelling on the inside, but you can only yell to a baby so much because they can't do anything. They don't know what you're saying. And you're just the guy screaming at a baby looking like an idiot. But later on, the kids get older. They have free will. They start having conversations. They start telling you no. And then you start getting angry again. And I could feel a lot of days, myself getting angry. But I didn't really know why. I just knew I was getting angry. And I knew I didn't want to be the kind of dad that yelled at his kids. And I remember typing into Google how to not yell at your kids. 
and this book popped up, Scream Free Parenting. Now, that's not screen free. That's scream like yelling, free parenting. And I was like, whoa, what a great title. That's what I want. Read that book, and it was like the heavens parted on this topic of screaming because there are more than one way to scream. There is not talking as a form of screaming. There is the passive-aggressive form of screaming. There is the actual version of screaming. All of these are reactions to screaming. But why have I gone this big ramble about screaming? Because at the core, back in when I was in Okinawa, back in like 2004, 2005, what I really wasn't doing was growing up. And what I really wasn't doing in the moment as a father, when I was screaming and trying to find a better way, but didn't have the capacity or the toolboxes too, what I didn't know is emotionally on the inside, I didn't grow up. That growing up, that is a part of fatherhood. We often try to keep it a bay or try to disacknowledge that that is an actual part. But parenting, as the author of that book, Hal Runkle, will explain, parenting is about us, not about kids. Because to be a good parent, you have to be a good adult. To be a good adult, you have to grow up and mature in all these different areas that you may not be ready for. But that's part of the package deal. You don't really get to raise kids into adults without at some point acknowledging your growth needs to happen. Now, there are plenty of examples, you might even know a few, of parents that do launch kids into adulthood, maybe never emotionally matured, maybe stayed young, maybe just created more toxic family lineages that kids are still going to have to go to therapy down the road. But let's circle back to you. What I learned in Okinawa, what I learned within that scream-free parenting is there is a depth to screaming and anger that is below the surface. It's not just about what you're yelling about. It's about a deep feeling that's trying to grow up. And in some version, there's probably a little boy or a little girl that's just trying to grow up through that. And they're either unwilling to hear it, unwilling to acknowledge it, or too afraid to be vulnerable. What I learned in Okinawa was being vulnerable was good, but it wasn't until almost 15 years later that I really learned how to grow up, calm down, and learn how to represent myself better as a father, a human being, a husband, as a man, and be who I needed to be on a given basis. Now, I am not perfect. This isn't something that you just recover from like a light switch. This is an evolutionary process of your soul, of your conscience to go through and go where you need to go. Now, we're coming up on seven minutes here, so I'm going to wrap it up. But if this resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. Instagram, Ben underscore Colloy. Let me know what resonated. Let me know if you got a similar story. Love to hear it. Back with you guys again tomorrow.